Sure. Atticus helps Tony carry the drinks from the bar to the large oak table they've commandeered by the window of the Hermit's Cave pub. Go on, then, says Alice. Finish the story. So, I'm on the phone in my rented flat. The airport staff tell me the suitcase has already been delivered to my address. Oh, shit, says Alice. I know. I get them to repeat all the information on the manifest, and that's when I realise it's been delivered to the wrong building in my street, the wrong street number. I dash out to find number 25. It's half a block away. Huge, austere edifice. Very Eastern European. Enormous double entrance doors. Dirty windows. No lights on inside, and an entrance buzzer with a small nameplate. Her friends are leaning in, captivated. It's the Kyrgyzstan consulate. Unbloody believable. Completely shut for the weekend by this point. Millie can see that Tony's predicament is funny, only in hindsight. Surely she was sweating buckets. I pressed the buzzer. No one answered. So I banged on the doors with my fist. But I hardly made a sound. The doors were massive. God knows what they made of the surveillance footage when they came in on Monday. I phoned the airport again, and they kept me on hold while they checked. Lo and behold, the courier reports that my case is still in his van. And there's me trying to break down the consulate door. Eventually, the next day around noon, my case arrives. I honestly expected to receive a note of apology and a bottle of wine from Mr. Strickland. But nothing. Nada. You knew his name, though. Yeah, it was tempting to track him down. However, you can start a war that way. A competition ensues over who has a better lost luggage story. Three of Alice's work colleagues arrive. Tony wanders over to join the new contingent at the end of the bar. Atticus makes a move to join them, but then settles back in his seat. After a couple of minutes, he feigns nonchalance and drifts across to stand beside Tony. He takes a swig of his beer. He doesn't join the conversation. Millie notices Atticus place his hand at Tony's elbow. Millie guesses he'd prefer to have Tony all to himself, but he's caught Tony mid-flow in conversation. She glances at him. The smile she offers is fleeting, keeps him in a holding pattern. Not yet, not now, she seems to say. As Millie drains her glass, the ice cubes slip and crash into her teeth. She flinches, taken by surprise, and tears flood her eyes. She's on a knife edge these days, so emotional, unless it's tiredness. She should go home, get an early night, but she can't summon the strength to stand up from the table. Another ten minutes. There's an explosion of laughter. As it subsides, Tony faces Atticus. She puts her arms around his waist, pulls him in for a full on the mouth kiss. Millie tries not to watch, but it's difficult to look away. She's addicted to a game of compare and contrast. Aidan and she were affectionate with one another, and pretty demonstrative with it too, but not so hungry as Tony appears to be with Atticus. Did Aidan need more than she could offer, more than he was prepared to admit? Is a breakup inevitable when her no libido meets a low libido? Millie reckons she'd kidded herself all along. She and Aidan would never have worked out, not in the long term. She won't make that mistake again. It's no use. It's time to go. Millie picks up her coat from the next chair. She takes a deep breath, exhales slowly, and at the end of her breath, she feels a prod, 
like the blunt end of a pencil poking her from the inside. The baby moved. She stares down at herself, unblinking. This isn't how she imagined first contact. Of all places, in a pub. Instinctively, she places her palm on the side of her belly. She feels the prod again. She looks up and waves to catch Tony's attention. When Tony glances over, she instantly reads Millie's pose and rushes across the pub. I felt the baby. First time, says Millie. Let me feel. Millie takes Tony's hand and flattens her palm against the bump, and they wait. Then comes the baby's third prod and Tony's glee. Oh my God, she whispers. Is this early? Late end of normal. Twenty-four weeks. I've been a bit anxious, you know, waiting for it. You should have told me. Millie laughs. Doesn't matter now. You know what this means.